Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Crypto's News. It's always a treat to give you your daily fix of what is hot, what is not, what is going on in the cryptocurrency space. It's me, your friendly neighborhood, Crypto, a.k.a. Omar Bam, coming to you since 2016, delivering all of the details to hopefully keep you guys informed and making the best decisions for yourself. Welcome back. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't mix what is going on as far as the biggest and most trending topics in the cryptocurrency space du jour. Welcome back, every everyone. So today, we uh, start off by talking about the bond market inversion, which seems to be coming up, specifically the most looked at spread, which is the one between the 2% and the 10-year bonds, which have now dropped to six basins, basis points. Last week on Friday, to let you know about how much further we were, we are at 11% basis points. And on Monday, we were around 16 basis points. So this seems to be something that is uh, racing towards an inversion, which is the most reliable indicator of a recession. The kind of scenario where you can imagine more and more businesses closing down, just like we're seeing Sears announcing over 20 stores they're going to be shutting down. Uh, we're going to see likely a lot more of that if we enter a recession. The inability to get jobs, the inability to keep jobs as layoffs happen, and uh, tight constrictions in the when it comes to being able to take out loans and all this kind of sin, it, things, it can get really troubling actually as we move here and liquidity and money happens. We have to be paying attention to it and uh, it definitely directly correlates with what's going on in cryptocurrencies that are seen more and more every single day by the mainstream as a hedge and something that we've known for years here that it is a hedge. It was right there on Bitcoin's Genesis block when Satoshi Nakamoto had mined it and inserted it in there that the Chancellor is on the brink of a second bailout in Germany. So this was pretty much created to protect you from central banks and the funny money that exists out there. And we are about to get that inversion and probably a recession coming up soon. And as I said on Twitter, you know, the, the fact that we're seeing the S&P it dropped off over 300 it dropped off 390 points today taking back even more gains so it got me to wondering what kind of year to date gains are we seeing in bitcoin relative to stocks and the dow jones industrial average specifically and what we're seeing is that the s&p 500 year to date is 14.93% of the positive while bitcoin is up 208.7% staggeringly much more so i said this is just the beginning unrest in hong kong trade tensions globally, currency wars, nationalism, and many other factors make money managers absolutely irresponsible for not having exposure to the best performing asset in 10 years. So we're going to have to keep eyes on this inversion, but it looks to be coming up very quick. And we got to keep reminding people that there are other ways to protect themselves besides just buying gold. Of course, diversifying is fantastic. And I know there are many silver buffs out there, myself included, uh, but Bitcoin is one of the best ways that you can protect yourself to preserve your wealth, if not make capital, as has been shown to pretty much anyone who has held over a period of over three years since these market cycles are very cyclical. So I would uh, inspire you to stay positive as we move into next year's happening. One thing that didn't tumble the market, and the market just yawned, as the crypto dog said on Twitter, was that the SEC has once again delayed a slew of ETFs 
three ETFs today they announced in a regulatory advisory that they shared with uh, the audiences. So according to several de documents, the new deadlines for the SEC, uh, well, they actually canceled it, but the new deadlines for the SEC to make decisions on Wilshire Phoenix is September 29th, so next month, while for Bitwise and VanX, Solid X, those are probably the most anticipated exchange-traded funds, which are basically like a stock. They tend to track the price of, a, of an industry or a, a commodity, in this case, Bitcoin. Those two specific ones are going to be coming out in October 13th and 18th as far as decisions. Again, the SEC said that they are citing market uncertain, like market funny stuff, like fraudulent uh, fraudulent things that are happening in this industry and manipulative acts as for the reasons for their postponement. At least they didn't flat out de uh, deny it. The market, again, just kind of shrugged this off, did not care as far as the crypto markets. We uh, shouldn't be holding our breath. I wouldn't advise you to hold your breath for this approval next month or the month after that either because they have not really been very welcoming yet. Uh, because of what's been mentioned before and this has been year after year so i wouldn't hold my breath because you're probably going to suffocate this way if you're waiting for them to approve it uh there are plenty more plenty more things like that happening that we should be looking forward to if we actually want to see strong fundamentals that push the price of bitcoin up because of the code and the verifiable mathematics that will surely take us to the stars and not some regulating agency which more often than not can stifle innovation uh no one needs an etf to buy bitcoin what they do need is the motivation and the and, and surely that motivation to buy it will come and continue to spread uh, around the world as these global political financial uh, this atmosphere is it's a true suffocation on portfolios and that's what people should be concerning themselves with and that will become a way more readily apparent to more and more people, I believe, as we do this. Uh, I don't have to convince many of you guys. Anyway, a man, uh, a 73-year-old man named Bjorn Kios says he believes that the banks and the credit card companies are the next Kodaks. I have to agree with this guy. He was the founder of Norwegian Airlines, who he passed off his company recently to his two sons to head up strategic development into the future for the airline. And the sons are betting big on Bitcoin and crypto cryptocurrencies. Now they have announced NBX, Norwegian Bucks, which will allow customers who purchase airline tickets to get a discount, lower rates by using that currency. They're also upping, opening up an exchange that features various pairs between cryptocurrencies uh, and also fiat pairs, allowing people to get exposure to these Norwegian Bucks. You can even earn rewards, they're saying, for trading on there, up to 10% of trading fees back, which could go back, you know, maybe even actually getting reward points from the airline besides that discount rate from trading on this exchange. So airlines typically pay huge transaction fees of 1.5% to 2.5% on bookings uh, placed with a credit card. Intermediary acquiring banks then hold back a percentage of revenue to cover the rise of chargeback claims arising from insolvencies. In the region's case, the amount held back has steadily risen due to concerns about the airline's financial wealth, forcing it to issue interest-paying bonds to cover the windfall. So what their head of communications, Lasse Sandbaker Nelson, said was that we should, why, why why should we wait for our revenues and then have the credit card acquirers and the credit card companies make a lot of interest for just sitting on that money? That's why the airline is really interested in this, because it will give us the opportunity to get that liquidity immediately. So um, we're also having issues when it comes to people who choose to pay for various goods and services or even flight tickets with cryptocurrencies. Um, we're, 
there are estimates out there, according to Forbes, that only a third of 1% of the global population actually holds Bitcoin. But this isn't necessarily stopping the airline from getting interested in building out their solutions. They're seeing themselves as a catalyst for inviting people to use these kinds of things. If you're going to be able to get lower rates, why wouldn't you use the service? You'd be able to get discounts, maybe even more membership rewards for using this cryptocurrency, then why wouldn't you? And this is the kind of thing that I really appreciate is that, you know, it, I think it's interesting that a very small percentage of the world actually holds Bitcoin, and I actually do feel that that is the case. We're all here quite early, which is really nice, and it's really nice for the companies and entrepreneurs behind the space who are giving us that optionality for payments and even giving us discounts, which is one of the first reasons I use Bitcoin for it. I used to pay in Bitcoin, get discounts for various goods, and that's why I ever even bothered with it uh, before 2015. And this is such an, a great invitation to actually using this stuff and understanding how it works and how it's peer-to-peer, -peer, why it's important. I commend the companies that are doing that because I believe that optionality is at the, is, it's one of the central tenets of capitalism. And uh, I'm actually very encouraged by what they said uh in regards to the uh they're getting behind cryptocurrency in a big way uh obviously a younger generation it seems to understand the need for digital currencies more than older generations even though bjorn the founder is in full support of what his children are saying according to them uh maybe not children sons i don't know can you call like somebody a child if you're older and your child has now grown up as an adult because my mother basically still when she calls me treats me like you know I'm five years old, but I love her for it. <laughs> anyway, so I was on Reddit and I found an interesting trading perspective from Danimal Midnight who shared this Bitcoin chart. It shows uh, how similar our current situation looks when compared to the end of September. And it's really quite striking. It presents a, a gain potential that could take us much higher rather than the consensus we're seeing on social media today of it possibly moving lower. What we're seeing on social media is the bears are out like winter is over and hibernation is done. Uh, but anyway, if you look closer at that chart, you can see that a similar pattern can be witnessed around September 16th and S September 5th when we have a drop, then kind of a small peak, and then it jumps up. So while there are plenty of bears out there, and I can similarly just share their perspectives, which you're going to hear everywhere, I'd rather take the opposite end here since it's usually smart to trade against the majority many times and take the opposite side of a trade but you have to remember that history doesn't always repeat itself you should trade cautiously out there what we're seeing in the free fear and greed index is that we're at a 48 so really just right around neutral uh the closer to the zero the more fearful we are and the closer to 100 the more greedy we are so we're slightly in the fearful territory according to that index but i want to know what you guys think so let me know in this card up above by voting whether you think bitcoin is going to be going up or going down toward what are many saying you know to possibly the 10k support level or maybe the high 9000s or should we go ahead and do what some people are saying which is go ahead and go long here maybe buy at 11,300 if we get to there and then and sell at 12,000 before we have a small bit of a correction again. Don't ever trade again, guys, based on anything you hear here. This is all opinions and other people's opinions and perspectives. I'm not a licensed financial advisor, but I do like to share with you different opportunities and perspectives with what's going on in this market, which, by the way, we're seeing Bitcoin at just over $11,300. We have Ether around $211. The big market movers are Maximine, which is down the 26th place. It's up about 14%. And we also have 
Digix DAO, gold-backed cryptocurrency token, and that one is uh, up about 14% today. So Elon Musk has proclaimed on Twitter support for presidential candidate Andrew Yang, who has now qualified for the next Democratic debates here. So Andrew Yang, as someone who is pro-Bitcoin, at least the foundation which accepts money and donations for his behalf, definitely is. The Humanity Forward Fund calls themselves pro-Bitcoin, pro-innovation, and pro-financial sovereignty. So this all happened when Elon Musk responded to a retweet of Don Carlin of Hardcore History, who said in response to a tweet that Andrew Yang said, where Andrew Yang uh, said, I don't expect people to agree with me on everything. That would be odd. My main hope is that people trust that I'm trying to solve problems and that I'm open to different approaches, particularly if the data drives me in a particular direction. Changing one's mind is not a bad thing. So in response to that, Don Carlin said, how weird that this should be a somewhat novel thing today. Elon Musk came out and in response to that of Don Carlin said, I support Yang. Yang currently accepts donations in Bitcoin, Ethereum, and pretty much any ERC-20 token standard protocol for Ethereum, as well as Venmo payments. Although until August 14th, so for about two more days, they're celebrating 21 days of liberation and they are only accepting Bitcoin uh, through that fund, the Humanity Forward Fund. So anyway, the main piece, uh, one of the main focuses of Andrew Yang running for president is that he plans to implement the freedom dividend, which is a universal basic income of $1,000 a month, $12,000 a year for every American adult over the age of 18. This is independent of one's work status or any other factor. Yang has, uh, again, now qualified the next, for the next round of debates. It's going to happen, happen on September 12th, hosted by ABC News at Texas Southern University, a traditionally black university and i'd also recommend you guys to check out his chat with joe rogan that's where i first learned about him it went more into detail about his personal life and his plans uh, as if he becomes president in fact and it makes me wonder just how influential joe rogan is that he kind of just shares voices like andrew yang's to people who may never have had the chance to hear him if they were only listening to the mainstream and it also just shows the amount of reputation that alternative uh, sources for media and information such as podcasts and youtube channels like joe rogan's that's one of the biggest out there and he has the biggest podcast one of the first uh, podcasts that ever existed just how much influence that they really have because people trust them more than the what can be distorted mainstream medias that are funded by ads um just interesting to think about. Anyway, some quick news here, and I want to thank Luke S. and Crypto Bizzle for this one. Uptrend has now enabled withdrawals uh, for their one-up tokens on this decentralized social media platform. Not completely decentralized just yet, so on the range, they're not there. But it's nice to be able to withdraw these tokens after they've been coming out. Uh, all sorts of accusations have come, have come out after them uh, on behalf of them being a scam because they haven't enabled withdrawals or them having possible insiders who have dumped their tokens after two employees were supposedly let go or fired or left by themselves and dumped a bunch of tokens crashing the price. But this has now given them renewed positivity, especially since they've enabled withdrawals and not deposits, focusing on making sure the people who have been partaking in the platform are able to get their funds out of there if they so choose. Also, thanks for the news for this one. Laurie on Twitter, 
Data Protocol has announced that they made a number of low-level protocol modifications to their Android mobile SDK to port Theta to operate on Android TV OS and soon on Samsung Tizen. As smart TVs are increasingly in more and more homes and have the necessary minimum requirements to operate a node on a futuristic decentralized video platform. They hope to launch an app soon on that's going to be available for many mainstream televisions. Moving forward, according to several customers, Coinbase UK has been sending out letters warning people that they need to convert their Zcash holdings or remove them to an external wallet because by August 26th, for a reason that they did not disclose just yet and has not been made clear, it seems they're going to be dropping support for Zcash. And any remaining Zcash balances, if you're in the UK on August 26th, will be automatically converted to British pounds and users' accounts. So stay aware of that. Share this video with anybody you know might have some Zcash in the UK and has not been paying attention so that they don't, you know, get their exposure to Zcash removed if they so want it, right? Anyway, a fun side chart here. Take a look at the capital inflows coming into Coinbase and how little leave. So I'm just going to say they seem to be doing one of the best jobs in the industry when it comes to serving customers. I know many people have qualms, uh, but it, it just shows that people are interested in keeping funds there relative to other exchanges. And it's kind of like this hub between many exchanges. It also serves as this kind of qualifier for Coinbase when it comes to service, though it makes them a huge honeypot for hacker attacks and attempts, such as the Firefox zero-day vulnerability attack that they had luckily staved off a few months ago that we talked about in last week's video. But just quite interesting to look at that chart. I want to share that with you. And lastly, I want to thank... STRMSRG for letting me know about Particle and their launching of the Open Marketplace, which, if you recall, Open Bazaar, it's a decentralized marketplace that is like a decentralized version of eBay, where you can pretty much buy or sell anything that you want, whether it's digital goods or services. And they're encouraging users to go ahead and download the new software and start pro providing. Uh, listings there to buy and sell things and uh, that will eventually create good market conditions where market supply and demand for various goods and services find a, an equilibrium as more people post there so if that's interesting to you if you want to be able to sell or buy things without uh, any central party you should totally check out what they're doing over there and uh, their escrow services should keep your funds safe in any sort of situation they're calling today happy e-commerce liberation day on twitter anyway props there to particle and let me know what you guys think if you've tried it out I have not had a chance to uh, to test that myself also uh if you're trying to learn how to code solidity or ethereum my dear lord i have never seen a better easier jumping off point than open zeppelin's resources they have things like tutorials articles explanations and templates for smart contracts such as one that enables you to even create your own token and have it sent right to you 
for distribution. So it's a great way to start learning, extremely simple. I wanna give them props for the hard work that they did putting together all of this documentation and much of which, I, I mean, I really couldn't find anything that they charged for just looking through all the resources I was scanning yesterday. So it's just absolutely great that they did all that hard work to make it easier for the rest of us to begin learning how to code this stuff. Uh, and uh, it, it also, they have, they have great resources on learning more about how new token standards are are developing, such as the ERC-777, things that are backward compatible with prior versions of, ERC, for example, ERC-20, and how they serve to protect users so that funds don't get stuck uh, in smart contracts like we've seen happen with many projects in the past before. Uh, it's really such a great work that they're doing out there, and uh, I commend, again, Open Zeppelin for what they're doing. They were previously known as Zeppelin, and they've changed the company name to be Open Zeppelin. So if you remember Zeppelin, they're the same people. They've just kind of brought it all together into one cohesive uh, name. And lastly, I'll finish here with a quote of the day as we do on this channel, which is really nice, actually. I appreciate this one. It's, if you are persistent, you will get it. If you are consistent, you will keep it. Author unknown. Yeah. Just yeah. Anyway, I love you guys so very much. I hope you have a fantastic start to the week. I'll be here with you, keeping you informed with the latest and greatest cryptocurrency news. Take care, much love, and stay cryptic.